0: So I turn around and on our the dial machine, like the call pad underneath it is a little note and on not a little note. It's like a nine by eleven that says, beware black widows everywhere. And then there's arrows pointing to where they are nesting. And then a little line that just says, Jerry, who's our landlord. And I was like, what the fuck? So it turns out we got black widow spiders all over our entrance gate. I've never been more scared in my life, so I spent all last night, I was up to like 2.30 looking at new apartments, because I'm I'm out of here, man. I'm jumping. Hey, with Dan and Tony. Hey,
1: with Dan and Tony. Like yeah. Welcome to Hate Watching with Dan and Tony, a show that's about as long as it goes and we talk about a movie that is generally proclaimed as bad i'm dan
0: we all right ladies and gentlemen we got low energy dan
1: today i'm tony <laughs> already out of breath we're doing great i was i was shooting my like one of my silly little sketches my death star sketch and i kept doing it and every time it was different and i'd forget my jokes and <laughs> I would just mess it up every, you know, until I got one that kind of worked. Yeah. And that's how, that's how it is at this point. It's like, I can't do the same thing twice ever. Con- your life. consistency is out the window. No consistency. I just go until I get someone that I take that works. And that's where I'm at. And I love it. Cause I'm sure if you watched every one of these 50 last episodes of this show, is this our 50th or was the last one was the 50th. Uh
0: it already happened. Oh, okay. I know that. I don't remember which one it was, but it happened
1: recently. And I looked, and yeah, we are on a year, man. We're on a year. Yeah. We got a year. It's worth the shows under our belt, and still no one cares.
0: <laughs> In fact, I think we lost my mom somewhere around, like, episode 22. So I think we, we still lost my mom. My mom.
1: Hmm. All right, going strong. Going so we watch movies and then we critique them horribly because we figure these filmmakers probably need that. Cause at some point they're going to want to be going to the internet to look at what they did wrong with their films so that they, you know, when they're reading and learn, they can, they can fix them up again, you know, in and.
0: Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. We should. Yeah. Well, let's do a take two on battleship. Cause
1: I, I like the bones. I don't like the meat. Um, I, Yes, I was thinking about this movie a little bit, and as it ended, as to why why it was a a flop. It wasn't a complete failure because it only lost one hundred and fifty million dollars. Which, um, but it, I mean, it made it made like three hundred and ninety six million worldwide. So it wasn't like sure, sure. it wasn't like it cost three hundred ninety six, and then they made seventeen million. It's it wasn't like that crazy. And I guess I guess they almost canceled it. And then the dude was like, "Oh, really? We're not going to give you any money, more money, but you have to finish it." And they, he figured that was the way to lose less money.
0: That's uh, yeah. I mean, that's true. I would assume if you're like you've already put all that money in, it's like we're we're definitely going to make some money. Yeah. So that's good.
1: So so this is a movie based on the Hasbro board game two thousand and. Eh. I mean, it's based on that. That's who they, they paid some amount of licensing money. And I mean, go, I guess so. You go to the Hasbro building, they were like, oh, we're building our entertainment thing. And, you know, Battleship is one of their movies that they could point to as to how they're building out their brands. Um, I, I think they've taken this poster off the wall, Dan.
0: I think it skips right over it.
1: Trying to remember when I was there if they, they had it on the wall. I don't remember. The. Um, uh, Peter Berg, the director who does a lot of sort of actiony movies, sort of. Um, well, now
0: he does every Mark Wahlberg movie, like, ever. Yeah. They must be, like, best friends
1: now. He made a comment that he, you know, because he worked on Friday Night Lights with Jesse mm-hmm. Clemens and I think someone else. And, uh, Taylor Kitsch. And Taylor Kitsch, and so he's like, yep. I like working with my friends, you know, and they bro out and do bro stuff. Although I can't imagine Jesse Plemons doing bro stuff, but I, I know he
0: seems like, I, I think he's a great actor. Let me not, let, let's not mince words here, but he just seems like such a, a, like a boring guy to be with in real life. I just feel like he's very like even keeled and probably doesn't do a lot of jokes. I'm saying this like I've never met him. I did mean it. We had him in at Yahoo. I don't, am I allowed to say that on this podcast? I don't know. We had him at work and he uh, was very boring during the interview. Oh, very nice guy. But like he, the whole time he just kind of sat like this. It was like, yeah, you know, I do the movie and I did Fargo, the show, and it was great. So he doesn't, he doesn't fire it up and like go into, he doesn't, he doesn't have that on switch that, that you usually see like charismatic people
1: have. Oh, Jesse. So basically, yes. So this was sort of there to s- start trying to really get you know leverage their brands into the uh, marketplace, and uh, it failed. So, yes. what are your sort of top lines on why this thing fit? What were your what were your major issues, Tony? Okay, so I think
0: whew, my major major issue is uh, Act one through three. And then what I'm calling act four is great. Act four is great. Is that act Four? what I'm
1: calling act? What? That's the award ceremony at the end.
0: No, 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 that's, that's the epilogue. Okay. Act four is when they get the veterans in the movie. And there's like that 20 minute. Great. In my opinion, great action scene with all these real vets who are like, I think it looks like they're having a good time. And I, I fucking loved that. But they had already done like a third act battle, in my opinion, that was flat. And so, you know, one through three, tough. Uh, And my other big complaint is Taylor Kitsch's character in act one, terrible, awful setup. He was never good at his job. And then there is two scenes, back to back two scenes with two different people going, you're wasting all your great potential, son hit the uh Liam Neeson does it and then his brother does it. It's like one having more scenes telling me he's got potential doesn't make me believe he has potential show me that he can do a single thing and then I'll buy into it nope never once is he good at his job okay, Ugh. okay. so, so that, those are my two big things
1: yeah and my my thing is yeah Taylor Kitsch he can't carry a movie he just he's and I feel bad because I like
0: him but he just needs to be like Number three or four on the call sheet, you know, <laughs> like I, I do enjoy him, just not quite enough.
1: And at a certain point, you realize this in this movie, they're going to make him do the heavy lifting in in literally every scene. They're like, not ever. He's never going to become a leader. He never leads anything. He has some no. ideas that are, you know, they give him some ideas at the end. Yeah. To solve the problem. But he
0: spends most of the movie being told what to do by other characters. Even when he's in charge of the boat, other people are like, oh, wait, no, no, that's a bad idea. You should do this. And then he's like, okay, let's do that. And then it works. Well,
1: the last few clever things are all sort of... Actually, he has about four clever things that they, they attribute to him at the end of the movie, mm, which I guess. are all based on... You not Well, you don't believe that this character would do those clever that's, things. Yeah, that's probably true. They're just clever things that happen, and you're like, oh, that's a clever thing. I didn't exactly see that coming, and, yeah. you know, whatever. So basically, we've got this distant planet. We send them a signal. We yell hey at them, and then we use we use radio telescopes. Do you know what a radio telescope is, Tony?
0: I have no idea, and I still don't after seeing this movie.
1: What a radio telescope is it's this big. It's this big bowl, basically, right? Sure. From like contact. Yes. It's right. A big, yeah. Big bowl, and then yeah, it I've seen little, it. Has a little thing that sits up above the bowl, right? Yep. On yep. the wires. So what happens is little signals come, and then they bounce on that bowl, and then because mm-hmm. that bowl is shaped like this, when they bounce off, they go right up to that little the little center point. So like, oh, okay, so
0: they're built so that no matter where it hits, the angle is. Oh, that's clever. It's
1: super clever. And so what they do is those things look out into the universe and then take in light and all kinds of different waves and energy and then measure that. And so then we can map out what's going on out there. Sure. Do they shoot beams,
0: visible beams? They do not shoot visible Okay. Beams. I, you know, that's what I saw.
1: I'm just curious. Okay. not what they're there for. They're not there to shoot visible beams. Okay. <laughs> got <laughs> it. Got but it. But instead, these become gigantic space lasers that we are shooting yeah. out of the universe and that the, the bad guys can also use to shoot. Um, shoot back. Shoot back. <laughs> Which is cool. I listen. I,
0: it's a two-way laser. That sounds pretty dope. I don't. I don't know anything about it.
1: It Would have been a little more make a little more sense if we'd have installed some sort of laser array, which is a thing you sure. Can do even though lasers, I mean, I don't know how you could send a beam of information out there. I'm, I'm sure there's some way, but I'm pretty sure it's not with standing radio telescopes that are on Hawaii okay. that are actually on Hawaii. Sure. Oh, so I, I, you know, we have, maybe I have some super science person say, Dan Goodsell, you're an idiot. We do use those for shooting beams out into the universe, but. Hey, but is it visible? Like, I, like, You know, beams,
0: I feel like encompasses like a lot of different things, like wavelengths and things like that, which I totally buy. But like a late, like something I can visibly see from miles away shooting into the sky, I just don't, I don't think that that's, I don't think that's it.
1: It doesn't make a lot of sense. And we have this thing called, it's called the speed of light. And basically it's, it seems very fast to us, but actually cosmically it's pretty slow. And it's slower than ludicrous speed. So ludicrous,
0: Luda. You mean? That's a that's a spaceball joke. <laughs> Got it.
1: Pink Sorry. Continue. Ball. So, um, so the other sort of issue being is that you know, like when we have like a like a satellite or something out, you know, a, mm-hmm. not a satellite. When we send something out there to look at Neptune or whatever, um, sure, it takes like ten minutes for that thing to talk back to us. You know, And that's just the edge of our solar system, which is so itty-bitty-bitty-bitty-bitty-tight. Bitty and I assume not where these aliens come from. No, they come from a lot further. So it's pretty absurd that we're sending a signal out and the aliens are responding 15 minutes later and then showing up 20 minutes after that. It's just – there's a lot of issues about that kind of stuff that just don't make a lot of sense.
0: All of that – here's the thing, Dan. That's not even the part that bothers me the most about this. The thing that bothers me the most is the name. They're like, the the name is Project Beacon.
1: Yeah. Have
0: you ever heard of a military project that doesn't have a code name? It's called Project Beacon, and then we send a beacon into outer space? Come on. Everybody knows what this is. If you get a piece of paperwork where it's all redacted, but it says Project Beacon, you're going to know what it is. I was
1: infuriated. (laughs) you were infuriated by that I was Great. so mad that they called it that so dumb and of course there's like the one scientist that's like he's he's like visibly you know walking around freaked out ah this means they're gonna see our thing and they're gonna come here and you know you know what we do to the Indians oh we killed them you're like okay that's an interesting analogy you know we get it but maybe not like tip the bit that hard, so hard. <laughs>
0: I don't. Even, is that tipping the bit it's just telling the bit like that's a full-on disclosure of the bit we have planned get ready let me tell you what's going to happen in this movie the alien <laughs> is gonna come, and it's going to be bad news and for now you now. can fast forward f- an hour and 45 minutes get to the end because you're all caught up
1: so now we meet taylor kitsch he's uh he's out with the uh, guard. They're at a bar hot woman walks in he goes over starts hitting on her in the like the most loutish way just like- it's the least charming thing ever I
0: and this is like my problem is that his entire setup is awful he's not charming he's not like cute he's not qualified to do anything he has zero skills as far as I can tell.
1: Well, and ostensibly the one skill he should have is charisma, right? Yes, 100%. That's, that's what he should be bringing in there. You know, he's a screw up, he's a this, he's a that, but he better be charismatic because he goes over there, tries to get the girl. This reminds me, do you remember Star Trek,
0: the the reboot that happened, I think, three years before this movie? 2009? Chris, Chris something Pine? like that. Chris Pine. It's a very similar scene. He's like drunk in a bar, but he's charismatic as fuck and you love him and you're like oh this guy you know he's wasting his potential he's got potential you can tell it's uh it's uh these guys screwed up so hard
1: and i think with chris pine i think he's already in the situation isn't he he's already in Starfleet. he's not
0: not. this is when he when he decides to join starfleet because then the captain comes in and is like a new year father and he was a great man. I dare you to do but be- Oh, it's good, man. I love the reboot. Don't at me, ladies and gentlemen. But I adore that movie.
1: Okay. I, I remember thinking it was fine. And this one, not that's, fine. To me,
0: that's high praise, Dan. Yeah. If you think it's fine, I'm, yeah, home run, guys. Did
1: not make me angry. Um, So so she wants something to eat. She wants a chicken a bur- chicken burrito. And he's like, I'm going to make it happen. So he like goes outside and breaks into a liquor store and then falls down. And then the police- Several times. And the police tase him. And then he's lying on the ground. And Twice. He's like, she's like, here's the burrito. And she takes the burrito. And then she's in love with him.
0: Which is absurd because I don't like him at all at this point. I'm like, you are a degenerate and an idiot. I don't want you anywhere, but I will say I did laugh when he gets tased once, and then he starts getting back up, and one of the cops is like, he's getting back up! (laughs) Yeah, tase
1: him again, guys. Hit him! I really thought that that was going to be the low point. Where I thought he was going to hand her the burrito, she was going to look at the burrito, and she was like, oh, this is a beef burrito, and throw it back (laughs) on top of it. That is the joke I wrote for that moment. That's great. Beautiful because it was like, okay, this dude has reached bottom. He's a piece of garbage. But he gets the girl from this point.
0: He gets the girl. He doesn't seem to get arrested because it. I think the next scene is like the next day. And he's like, how's my back? You should be in jail. You just bro- broke. Uh, he you be- broke in. You stole stuff. You got tased. You're
1: spending at least one night in jail. Absolutely. So he's he's back at home. Sarsgaard yells at him and he's like, no, you're going to have to join the Navy. And it's really weird because in the earlier scene, he was like, we're bros and everything's cool. And this one, he's like, rams yep. monster. And you're just like, yep, what's happening? Because
0: character development, not a thing in this movie. No. They're just like, you will be whatever you need to be for this scene. I don't care if it makes sense with where we just saw you four seconds ago.
1: And so he joins the Navy and is instantly made like an officer.
0: Was there a time jump that we are aware of? Did it say like three years later, six years later, maybe when he made his way up the ranks? Ridiculous.
1: I... uh... I hate like, this movie. It's like three months later at, at the absolute most.
0: At the most. At the most. But he – what's shall we, okay. He doesn't even want to join the Navy. He's like, no, I don't want to join it. I'm not going to do that. And he's like, you're going to do it. And then he does it. Why would he do it? He's he's a he's a grown adult. Why would he even do it at that point?
1: And we all know why they joined in Stripes. In Stripes they joined because whatever it is. I don't even you know, they their lives are screwed up and they're all like, let's just yeah. do this, whatever. Let's just do that. Yep. They they're dumped by their girlfriends. They're like they hate their lives. They're like, whatever, let's just do this. This one, And then the next,
0: in like two scenes later, after he's like, I don't want to join, now he's like super into it, and he tells that kid, I'm sorry I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but it's the character development of Taylor Kitsch that just bothers me so much. So in this scene, he's like, I hate the Navy, I'm not going, and then he goes, and then the next time he's late to the boat, which, by the way, you're fired, you're out, this guy's late all the time. Get the fuck out of the navy! It's
1: So much trouble. But
0: he turns around. He tells the kid. And he's like, "I love battleships, and here's the difference. And I'm super into this now. And it's no, you're not.
1: You can't just be so wishy washy." So there's this big thing where we're working with the Japanese and maybe 200 other things. Who knows? <laughs> um, and yeah, we meet the hot blonde as his girlfriend, and and her the super admiral dude is like her dad. Of course. Eh. I wrote sexy beach scene. Oh yeah. They're on the beach and she's all crawling on top of him. Yeah. Which is okay. So here's again, that is almost
0: in a, like a direct ripoff of Armageddon with Ben Affleck and Liv Tyler. Like it's the same scene. Only there's no animal crackers here, which was a huge uh, misstep. Always bring back the animal crackers. Very sexy. But like her dad is Bruce Willis. Who's the boss of the mission. But the difference Dan is that Ben Affleck's character is fucking competent. Yet he's like a Maverick and he goes against Bruce Willis's wishes at one scene, but then he turns out to be right and he's like, see, I can do it, Harry. Uh they just missed the
1: mark on this so much. It's weird. So he sneaks onto the ship, and everybody sees him sneak onto the ship, and everybody notes that he's sneaking onto the ship, which would like- And it's fine. And nobody no, there's no discipline, and I mean the whole idea of the Navy is discipline. And if this guy yeah. is screwing around all the time, that just won't fly because he does not have a hall pass. There's nothing to let him out of anything. He, yeah, he's not – He's and he's
0: not like a grunt. He's, I don't remember where he is. Is he a lieutenant? I, I don't know. Yeah. But you that. have to set a good example. There's no way that you would just be allowed
1: – on a big it doesn't day make any sense front of a million people that to him not be disciplined out of existence. I mean that should have been the thing. He should have been put in the brig right at that point. That I mean that that admiral he should have been like I'm going to talk to your dad yeah. and the admiral should have like oh you're in the brig for like thirty days and like what and then he blows up and he gets out but. That would have been interesting. They just—they just make him so bad at everything. He
0: just needs to be a slightly loose cannon. Like he's good at his job, but he just—you know—he doesn't always listen to orders. He kind of takes it into his own hands. He's a maverick. How? Why isn't that the thing? <laughs> they make him so far
1: <laughs> off base. Hey, uh. okay, your character is general asshole. <laughs> Great. So Jesse Clemens is there. Uh, he's like doing jokes like domo arigato jokes. Uh, right, which I when was this?
0: 2012. I don't think that was still okay. I, and Rihanna's not like, that it was ever okay. I'm just saying it should have been shut down immediately.
1: And Rihanna's like, "Shut up. Shut up. Um I liked her. I thought she was great." Oh, interesting. And okay. I thought she was she she felt she felt like how this movie should have been which was kind of playful at times. Okay. I'll, I'll agree with
0: that, but the movie wasn't that way. And so to me, she stuck out and I was like, she's in a different movie. She's in a She movie. thinks she's in Independence Day and she's not. <laughs> and that's the movie we wish this was more of. 100 million percent. Yes. It's just not. So she stuck out a lot to me, but not because she's bad. It's just like, oh, she doesn't know where she is. Oh, we skipped the soccer game. Whatever. Why do we need – look, real quickly on the soccer? Why do we need two scenes of him screwing up? Pick one then. I mean there's no reason for him to screw oh. up before the Navy and then also screw up in the Navy and then be late to the ship and screw up three times in the Navy. Three strikes, you're out.
1: Oh, th- we put the stupid soccer game in there to try and have something that was exciting. Because It wasn't. Because the first half of this movie, nothing exciting happens. Nothing at all. And Okay, Dan, did you happen to
0: notice that when he gets kicked in the face in the soccer game, the blood changes every single cut? <laughs> it's like the first cut, it's like all over. The second cut, it's just like a trickle. The third cut, it's like medium. It was bananas. It was all over the place. One of them, he didn't even have blood. He was just like totally clean talking. I was like, what is happening?
1: Ha. Oh uh okay so as liam yells at him what's wrong with you doesn't doesn't discipline him just what's wrong with you (laughs) his brother yells at him then we cut to brooklyn decker at the rehab center and we meet the guy missing his legs uh mac mike mick Mick, Mac, mick um one of them he's a terrible actor but I, you know, you, you kind of, once again, you kind of like that. That sentiment's kind of nice later in the movie. Absolutely. No, I I love all of the vet stuff.
0: I think that that's a cool aspect of the movie. And I was like, I almost feel bad for them because they're in such a shitty movie. Yes. That they deserve better. Yes. But they're the best part. To me, they're the best part of the movie.
1: Because they're actually real earnest. Ernst.
0: Ernest? Ernst? What is that? Earn, Ernst. I don't know.
1: Ernst, Ernst, Ernst.
0: Ernstress.
1: Okay, so here come the here come the alien spaceships. They come down. One accidentally hits a satellite. It's kind of stupid. Yeah, and it's like, the,
0: well, they're driving blind. Clearly, I don't know what's going
1: on. They don't have any space radar. They're just like coming in hot, and it goes crashing and destroys like a whole city. Like whatever. Um, and then they they land, and then they. Somehow, this, this alien ship crashes, and within like 30 seconds, they've tested it in China, and they know what it's made out of, and it's made out of all these magical materials yeah. that don't exist, which just— not, They're not on the periodic table, baby. Um, The thing about the periodic table—do you want me to tell you about the periodic table, Tony? I kind of do. Yeah, please, please do. The thing about the periodic table is atoms are are made up of all these little parts, right? The protons and the neutrons and the electrons, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Each element has like one more of something, one more, one more here, one more here. I believe those are called covalent bonds
0: they could be called I'm them. just throwing out words I remember from. I'm pretty impressed.
1: <laughs> I, would, I would not have remembered that word but that's it, probably
0: not what they are I, I don't know guys it
1: could be so I love it. basically it's it's a numbers game so if you say well what's the thing that has five of these and four of these and two of those or whatever and they're like oh that's this so you can't have all these bonus elements they just can't exist because Sure. There's only so you know. It's like you can only build so if you only have if you only have three Legos. There's only so many things you can build with those three Legos. You cannot build like the Statue of Liberty. You just
0: can't. Well, but what if they're bringing in Lincoln Logs? Yeah. See what I'm saying? <laughs>
1: uh, okay. So now that so the alien mm-hmm. landed, they're doing the thing. They send who do they send in the tiny boat out there? They send Rihanna. Taylor yeah. and and the big the sort of buff dude who kind of oh yeah 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 sort of secondary buff dude uh, that's and and that and now I'm gonna get to the point of why I the the my main problem with this movie
0: great I love it
1: is they figure out how to mobilize these the five main characters Jesse Plemons Rihanna big dude Japanese dude and him Taylor Kitsch into every primary role of everything oh, yeah. in the movie.
0: Absolutely, yeah. And that offended me. It Well, it's weird because they do have like a bigger cast of people that they kind of introduce, and then just kind of drop those people a little bit, which is weird to me.
1: I hate it. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. If, if you're on Star Trek and you have to send the captain down on every mission... I understand that it's, you have a TV show, you got to put your money where your mouth is, you know, boom, boom, boom. He's got to be at the center of every show. But yeah. you know, this dude is like, at a certain point he takes over charge of the ship and he's yep. still like, got to go. Cause I got to pick. up And person. also he doesn't even realize he's taken
0: over the ship. Okay. That part bothered me. He's like, well, who's next in line of command? You don't know you. It seems like he's third in line. He doesn't know that. This
1: guy is bad at his job. And yeah, just the idea that you're like going off of the bridge where, you know, you have to make command decisions, you know, man. Up. And, yeah, just constantly leaves the ship alone. <laughs> you're on your own, guys. Put somebody else. on board. Uh, I'm going out on the bow of the ship with a gun. What? So they board it. He gets zapped and gets a bunch of information, which we never use that. Yeah, uh, why,
0: uh, uh, so <laughs> why are we zapping him? No, I don't know why we see that. I think the only reason we see that is because at some point a different guy somewhere else is like this is an extinction level event. And it's not. No, so- like it's just not it's basically it's basically one little island right now that's under attack, guys. This is not extinction, but I think we're supposed to know since Taylor Kitch saw them coming with more ships that it is indeed going to be an extinction level event but i just didn't buy it is that what he sees does he see like a bunch of ships coming is i yeah it's to me i think he saw like more ships coming and destroying earth i i think
1: you know which if he got information maybe communicate that information to someone at some point a hundred (laughs) percent
0: yeah like what it reminded me of is and this is, I just, this movie just reminds me of a bunch of parts from better movies. Sure, of course. Uh, but this reminds me of Independence Day when they like telepathically talk to the president. And he's like, I saw their plan. Yeah. And then he proceeds to tell them what the plan is because everyone should have that knowledge.
1: Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's what you do when you have the secret knowledge that's because you've mind melded. You know, if you're doing load, rinse, repeat, whatever, a uh, day after tomorrow or whatever that movie is, you know. <laughs>
0: Me. Yeah, they have
1: the, they have the magical information, and you know what they do? They use yeah. the fuck out of that information because that's all they have. Because they're our- and that movie's so good, by the way. I rewatched. I rewatch I was like, I need to rewatch this movie. Like after we'd watch something super terrible, I was like, I bet I need. Sure. I need to go see if a good movie is a good movie, or if I'm just a giant asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then you sit down, and you watch that movie, and you're like, I didn't care. Let me let me rephrase this. I never liked the the absolute ending of that movie. It felt okay. a little a little contrived, and you know. Sure. But it's like the first ninety percent of that movie, literally perfect. Tom, perfect, Bruce, yeah. You're like, oh my god, I do not mm. like this guy as a person. God damn it! When he's put in the right movie, he's great. What do you What do you have against Tom? He's a little eccentric. Oh, all the crazy religious stuff. Oh, my God. Well, sure. Yeah. Eccentric. That's what I said. Oh, they, they, like, they like keep people in rooms for like two years. Oh, my wife was bad. Well, lock her in a room for two years and see how she acts after that. It's like, what? <laughs> oh, so terrible. Uh-oh. So it zaps him. And then the three alien boats come up. And then, mm-hmm. then we have a bunch of battling where basically the aliens – there's this whole weird thing where like the aliens look at everything and are like, green light, don't kill, red light, kill. Which I
0: uh, yeah, I, I don't even understand. Because at one point, when the scientist, I, I'm again I'm jumping around, the scientist guy sneaks into the lab, the alien sees him, stops him from shaking the briefcase, because I guess that's annoying. And then looks at him as like, okay, you can go with that very important piece of of equipment that we definitely need to use your laser thing. Probably, I was, I was livid.
1: I, I mean, at one point, the 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 death balls like are about to run over a little league kid, and they're like, stop, he's harmless. Better stop. Well, like- right. So th- to me, it's like, are they bad, or are they like scared? <laughs> well, I mean, and that's that's a super valid point. We don't know what the fuck they're doing here.
0: No, and I don't know if they do. I think they're like, oh, shit, where are we? And then we started bombing them, and they're like, I guess we got to kill everybody and try to get home. That's what I feel like this movie's about, and we're just on the wrong side again.
1: Yeah, so the aliens only fight, and they just sort of decimate – let's see. They sort of decimate – they decimate the good guys. Yeah. Because we attack them. They only –
0: there's a line in the movie that's like they only shoot at things that are shooting at them. Or something like that, and I was like, "Okay, it sounds like they're in self-defense." Now, so I'm on. I'm with the aliens right now.
1: Tony, at the beginning of the movie, we mm-hmm. sort of shoot at them. I don't even remember how well we sh- we didn't like go destroy that ship. We like maybe like shot like one little missile. Yeah, we like we test. We were testing out their defenses.
0: Yeah, uh, and then it turns out they had pretty good defenses.
1: And then later on the the sh- the, the movie, when we finally decide to fight against them our missiles just destroy their ships instantaneously, right?
0: Yes, which is very strange.
1: And so basically at the beginning of the movie, we set up that they technically outclass us, but when push comes to shove, they don't and all our missiles work instantly
0: and perfectly 100% and what i thought was going to happen was again like an independence day moment where we like shut down their shields or or like you know disable them in some way and then we can penetrate their stuff because everything else just bounces off in the beginning the first like hour and a half of this movie it's like ping 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 and then suddenly it's like oh now we can get them but there was no reason that it changed
1: Ugh. very weird so yeah. we, uh, yes. So they launch the the metal balls, which blow up a bunch of helicopters, and then start attacking our freeways. I don't know what the freeways did to anybody, but they start destroying our freeways. nothing. It just
0: suddenly those were just like transformers attacking anything they want.
1: So Brooklyn's up on the mountain with Mick. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they're all like, oh, there's aliens coming. And they're like, oh, he's like, oh, I want to see me some aliens. You're like, Have you ever seen an alien? I was like, huh? That's a valid
0: point. I would probably try to go see the alien. I kinda like I'm that. not going to lie to you.
1: So they, 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 they go to Taylor and they're all like, oh, you got to you're the boss. And he's like, oh, I'm crying. I'm a baby. He goes and sits in his bedroom
0: for a while. Like, how long is he in there before someone finally is like, I guess someone should go talk to him and let him know that we're all waiting around doing nothing because we don't have any commands.
1: Tony, now, if you're in the military and your military boss is in his room crying like a little baby because he lost his brother and life's so hard, would you really think this was the dude to lead you no
0: I would ne- I would never listen to another word he says. I'd be like, you know what? stay in there, let's elect someone else de- democratically, and then we'll just move on from there because this guy's worthless.
1: There's a chain of command, and like if you're a blubbering idiot and you can't take combat or take your brother dying or whatever, tough like you're out, you're out yeah, you're, you're, you're- yeah,
0: I'm not going to send someone in there to like fluffy you up and be like, "You can do this." And I was like, no, nah, he can't. He can't, guys, leave him be. You just saw that this guy
1: can't. You're not in the speech. You gotta do this because you have more bars on your shoulders. No. If you have yeah. if nope. if you are mental breakdown, you're like, oh yeah, he's he's out of the running for being the boss. You're unfit. You're unfit to lead. I think
0: there's a there's like a term, I think unfit. in in the service that is like, okay, you're no longer capable of leading, we have to move on. You're 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 a jerk. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Yep, you're a jerk. We're moving on.
1: So we've got th- we pull an alien out of the water, which we don't see, and then we just nope. have one.
0: Like, yeah, there's no, there's no uh, welcome to Earth moment so from we, Independence Day. Did that body look like it would float to you in that full suit armor? No, because that's the suit is so thick that it deflects uh, bullets at some point, and it's heavy. He's definitely sinking like a rock. And then the last thing I want to say real quickly about the aliens is if you're going to make them so close to human, so close to human, Por- don't CGI everything. Porcupine Just speed. put on some practical effects, you know, put on some prosthetics and make him look a little weird because it looks stupid. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> when he gets the teeth knocked out later and he's like rubbery and oh my God.
1: So bad. So they... They take his helmet off then he wakes up and starts beating people and then they come and pick him up cuz no you know there's no land left behind. And yeah cuz they're better than us. They don't shoot everybody in the room that's messing with
0: him. Nope. They just take him and they're like, "Oh, they he- leave everyone alive and just take their man back. Again, I don't think these aliens are here to fight. I think we're
1: doing the fighting. They're just trying to get home. They're a they're a good species trying to get home. And I mean, maybe that's what this whole movie is—is is maybe they got stranded here, and they ju- they just are trying to call their thing back to its rescue mission. And that's what I'm saying. You know this is ET gone wrong. You know, <laughs> I got it. And you see, and we're so stupid—we think that we called them here, but the truth of the matter is, this was a- they just got lost. They got lost. Yeah, they
0: just kind of crashed, and they're like, "Where the fuck are we? People are shooting at us. We gotta get out of here, guys." Nobody tried to communicate with them. No one, like, nope. up with semaphore flags, waving. Okay, flag yeah. flag. Nobody, Nobody flew that ship. Like, again, Independence Day, we tried to communicate with them. We do none of the right moves. We just attack and then are like, well, they're
1: definitely bad. Ay, yeah. ay, ay. So, oh, so Taylor, like, does a thing where there's, wait, why does he run away from the, there's, like, an alien trying to kill him, and he runs away, and then they shoot the alien with the big gun.
0: He Well, he was leading Ooh. the alien to the gun, and he sent Rihanna to CIC. I don't know what that stands for because I've never been on a boat. Uh, but yeah, he's leading it to the gun to blow it up.
1: The rescue ship left one dude there
0: to yep. do yep. something. I get maybe to fight. I don't know. which, is- Or maybe he's trying to communicate. We never try. He just runs, and he's like, well, I'm coming with you. I'm coming. Hey, wait up, guy.
1: Uh, <laughs> so they shoot, they shoot him with the big gun. I like that. I thought that was good. I'm like, okay. That was a cool move.
0: It was a cool move. In a in a movie without a lot of cool moves, it was a cool move.
1: So we're back on the we're back on the, the mountain, they they see some aliens, they hook up with the stupid science guy who's stupid throughout. I hated him. He's like the most uh, me too. science guy to ever. Uh, He's like, "Oh, science guys! Oh, I don't care. Let them destroy the Earth, but because, but it because whatever. I gotta live because I'm a science guy." You're like, "What the fuck are you talking about, science guy?" Oh, I hated him. And then yeah, they it's, figure it's out that they lost their comms ship, so they're trying to do their comms through our comms. Okay, that's, yeah, that's a good idea.
0: So I mean, it's their only move to get off of our planet peacefully.
1: Peacefully, but we're not going to allow that. We're going to kill uh, them. You damn right we are. You can't come into our yard. We're going to steal. You know, if that was it, this movie was—is we're going to kill them all and steal their technology because we want mm. the great technology. I'm like, that's that's human beings. That's human. Beings. Right? Like, I get it. I I buy into that a hundred percent. So Jesse, bad people. Jesse Plemons gets the helmet and he like goes, hmm hmm. Hmm, 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 mm. Sunlight. When
0: he, when he brings the picture to Taylor Kitsch and he's like, This is my pet lizard. They have the same eyes. What? What, what are you talking about? They grew up in the same neighborhood,
1: <laughs> same eyes i don't understand i don't even understand what that means so Uh, so we find out that this certain satellite only goes every five hours so we have five hours left of the movie even though that seemed to be like at dusk and then we have to do the thing like 12 hours later like after the whole night i don't know it seemed very yeah i i don't know so no one can see. They,
0: they even messed up your favorite clock scenario. That's the best part of this movie is they set a clock, but they didn't know how to set it. They were like, I don't know how to work the clock. Just
1: say it and we'll be fine. And like the five hour clock is kind of like kind of a useless clock. It's a long clock. We got a lot of time. <laughs>
0: Independence Day is like we have forty five minutes. We gotta go. You this, you got, we got five hours.
1: Take take some time. Walk up, take five down a mountain, hide in the bushes. All good. So this was the one part I kind of liked. Is the Japanese guy? We we track your boats with water displacement using the tsunami thing, and they're yeah. all like, you know, you should have had everybody go like, whoa, whoa, okay, because you and I got that instantaneously. Yep, but they treat everybody that's on the boat. They're like, no, so way! stupid. Nope. Yep. It.
0: Nope. You- it's a cockamamie idea. Like, what are you talking? No, this. That's very
1: smart. It's very smart. And we're not tsunami experts in any way, shape, or form. And we we're like, huh, okay. And so then Taylor's like, put him in charge. And he's like, wait, okay, wait, what?
0: Is- yeah, he's like, my c- <laughs> Well, Captain, my seat is your seat. Now, my question is, is he giving him solo captainship or are they like co-captains now? Are they going to share the captain chair? I I, I don't know. It's very unclear. (sighs) Just seems like Taylor Kitsch wants to run away from responsibilities like, oh, you had an idea. You know what? You take it. I'm going to go back to my room, cry a little bit more, maybe write some poetry, and uh, I'll be back in an
1: hour. (laughs) So we know that. Okay, so. Uh, we'll we'll do this. We'll do this. Well, we did the sneak into the the thing to steal the briefcase. Whatever. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Now dumb. We, yeah what? Now we'd have the actual battleship part of the movie where like we have a screen and we have where they are and then we shoot missiles at those things until we actually hit them. Okay.
0: Yeah. I mean, they did it wrong. But other than that, it was fine. Oh, they because so they waited for that buoy yeah. to sink. And it's like, no, no, no. You have to anticipate. So you follow the pattern and you shoot one ahead of them. Because if you fire when they're already at the buoy, they're moving.
1: You're not going to hit them, guys. That's not how it works. You mean they should have done like a whole anticipatory thing that was like, uh-huh. it was on quiet on nails. And they're all like, he's like, yep. go now. And then he's like, "Ah, oh, we missed. Okay, okay, okay. Right? Because, oh, they changed
0: direction a little bit. So now we got to follow that. We got to figure out their pattern. No, no, no. We just wait for them to land on a buoy and then sit there, apparently.
1: Yeah. So we don't we don't have this really tense, sweat pouring, quiet moment where everybody's like. "Bye." no, it's all like. (laughs) And and this was sort of the point. And I thought about it. I was like, how could you do this movie? And then I was like, oh, you make The Hunt for Red October
0: yeah man
1: which is what this movie is and what this movie should have been it should have been this one battleship they might have had to steal yep. the battleship and got the old guys and then they had to like do a thing and then nobody believed them and so they had to do this thing anyways and there weren't aliens and but you can't make this you can't make somebody else that has a battleship the bad guy anymore that's the whole yeah. problem back then yeah hunt for red october Tom Clancy sets it all up because that's where we were with the world. Now yes. we like we have to act like we love the Russians in a movie like this because we want their money at the box office.
0: So we did- which we do. I mean they they needed the overseas money for this one especially because we didn't go see it. <laughs>
1: So they they figured out they blow up two of the ships then the third ship starts coming and then they're like okay let's go into the we'll go into the reef and then we'll come this way and then they come around and then they they Taylor in the jet Jap- cuz the Japanese guys the greatest shot ever too somehow cuz he learned it at summer camp
0: <laughs> Dan like this if you thing. go into the military don't you have to do weapons training maybe not in the navy Maybe just learn how to oh, do it. Really? Yeah. You think so? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what boot camp is like for the Navy, but I just imagine you do have to do some sort of munitions yeah, training. Probably mostly swimming.
1: Do you think so? they tie like bricks and <laughs> then you gotta tread water? You put them in that diving suit and have to hand to hand with an octopus and shit? I think that's what the Navy's all about. Whoa. Oh, you
0: know, gosh. You
1: gotta like shoot the dart, you know, the, the underwater gun that shoots an arrow. i think they probably work on those skills that's that's probably about it okay got it. you know i love the navy the navy's great (sighs) oh it's so bad so they shoot out the windows which i thought that was okay i I wasn't expecting that i was like why are they sitting on the front of the thing with like the guns and then i was like i thought that that as
0: well and then when it when they shot the windows out i also thought why aren't those aliens in their
1: suits Cause they're they're still on Earth, right? Like no, no, I don't know. They're inside their thing and that the there's sunscreen on the uh, you know. I just feel
0: like that's a bad plan. If you're on a different planet, you should just be suited up. Just suit up the whole
1: time, guys. Well, no, like when you see no? NASA astronauts in the spaceship, they're not wearing those helmets all the time. They're not I guess, you know, I guess how, you're right. You you get sweaty, you know, you get like astronaut pit, you know, it's not good. <laughs> Do lizards sweat? Real
0: question. I don't know.
1: Well, I think li- lizards regulate a lot of their heat through through their tongues. I think. Oh, so you wouldn't want to have your
0: mask on because you gotta you gotta let it out. All right, there you go, you it, solved
1: it. They probably also regulate their heat through, through their goatees, through their spine, their uh, their uh, their porcupine quills that are on it. Just real, real ugly. We never punched a guy in the quills and like got hurt. Nope, it never happened. Nope, never happened. You got a guy with porcupine fucking quills and nothing happened to him. <laughs> what the fuck that's kind of lost come
0: on pete bird oh so
1: then the bouncy balls come and they eat the whole ship and rihanna has to save jesse and then then they they the two of them are climbing up the ship uh like in uh whatchamacallit uh titanic So climb oh ship. yeah oh jesus yeah to the top and then he says we gotta jump and then it seems like a bad idea to he me he goes we gotta jump then we cut and we see everything explode and did we see them jump
0: I think you saw them like start the jump so but it's like a cutaway so you know you think that they did jump but they're like it's too expensive to show them go all the way down to the water let's let's just skip over that part <laughs> We're already at 300 million we got to cut corners where we can
1: guys uh, So we're wet we're going home and then they're all like oh there's one ship left in Hawaii which of course doesn't make any sense. There's always extra ships, but
0: whatever. Well, I'm sure I'm sure there is, but are, are they still in the bubble? Was there a bubble? It was a bubble? Is there was there a shield bubble? I can't remember what happened in this movie. I well, feel like there was a shield bubble, right? Oh, around Hawaii, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we haven't broken. Up. So maybe all the ships were outside, just outside the bubble.
1: Yeah. Well, the idea is the the big thing was happening, and so every ship like went out to the thing, but. It's never every ship because there are For always sure. ships being maintained, maintenance, whatever. So, but regardless, I did enjoy the Missouri,
0: and I thought this was the best part of the movie. So we go me. on
1: the Missouri, and they like they've gotten on the Missouri. They're all standing on the thing, and they're all like, "Where are we going to find the guys that could do this thing?" And then all the guys are like standing in different. Where, locations. Dan?
0: Do they live in the museum? Are they part of the exhibit? Like, do they have to stand there the whole time? And then you push a button and they tell the story of the like a wax museum, but with real people? Oh, that's so rude. What? I'm not, why are they there? Where did they come from? I don't and understand. all positioned in like, you know, heroic parts. <laughs> like some guys, they're like up on the guns and like on the, ma- I was like, wh- why?
1: <laughs> why are they there?
0: Oh,
1: I don't understand at all. It's very silly. And then a bunch of them march up, but it is very sweet. The old guys are great. Yep, I I love it. again, best
0: part of the movie. And then except for when Taylor Taylor Kitch is talking to the guy and he's like, What do you need, son? And he's like, We need to borrow your boat. No, you need them to crew the boat. You don't you're not borrowing it. I wish that the old dudes would have been like, Okay, cool. Here's the keys. Good luck, you idiot.
1: He should have called him the idiot that he is. <laughs> and not bowed down to him because cause chances yeah. are those guys are all they all they're all inactive military, but they probably a lot of them outrank him. Oh, I would imagine a hundred percent because yeah. definitely some of those guys are officers, and they would absolutely outrank him, and they would take charge of the ship because that's the way a freaking ship works. You wouldn't be hundred percent of this yeah. idiot. And I would have loved that. So there they go. Um, they actually said a few things that made me made the Dan Goodsell line man happy. They said oh. something about there's just enough fuel on here to go an amount of distance because of doing a maintenance run. And I was yep. I was like, how is this ship working? But it it may well work like that. It may well still be
0: very functioning. And you want you wanna in in my honest opinion, I would assume one of the vets was like, hey, Pete Berg. Why is the ship running? And then they were like, "Oh well, I guess why would it run?" And they're like, "This is the way it could run." I think they wrote all of those things because they know what they're talking about.
1: Yeah, and I mean, maybe I mean that ship might still run because uh, you know, yeah, I don't hundred percent roll out and get painted every once in a while, and you know, and it's like you're not going to paint it there; you're going to take it to a dry dock and you know a bunch of stuff. The, yeah. the big problem is the ordinance. Yeah, those guns are not going to. Those guns—they're—they're they're not going to have the ordinance, and I—I yeah. I really wish they'd have done like a, like two minutes and done something about getting the ordinance and saying we still have, you know, this ordinance is old, but you know, we we still yeah. the same stuff we use, and I would I would have liked a little history lesson on the ordinance, but maybe that ordinance is completely does yeah, it, that may not be factually accurate. So. <laughs> I would as yeah. a piece of information, I would be interested in hearing about. And I mean that they that the machine guns on deck would work and all that. There's there's no fun. Seems, yeah, <laughs> seems a little yeah, seems a little far fetched. I don't know, but, but who knows? We
0: don't we don't know these things. So all I know is we get the line. They're not sinking this battleship. No way. And I was like, finally, finally, a beautiful one-liner delivered by somebody who can like say a line and I believe it.
1: So they go out there to fight the last the thing cuz it's mm-hmm. doing the thing and so they go out there and like it turns into a new bonus ship for no reason that we know of and we <laughs> do like a we do like an anchor turn that tricks them cuz they're yeah. actually firing ahead and we do great this, stuff and we do with that and we shoot them and yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, and i it's all set to
0: some like fun music and I was just like this is a great scene. Yeah. This is your third act. This should happen 25 minutes sooner and then wrap up this movie under 2 hours. You're good to go.
1: Yeah. So it was it was a it was a decent little scene yeah. um and they shut down the force field and then the the balls come and attack. Is that what happened? No. They they make three new balls that they shoot at the thing. Yeah. And then as those balls are about to come and kill them we have some. We have some planes come in, but it had been like yep. ten minutes since the force field went down, and yeah. we scrambled planes instantaneously when
0: that force. Maybe came. they were already flying. You know what I mean? Who knows?
1: Because they were like basically those planes would have been there in so little amount of time. It's yeah, yeah, seconds, second, yeah, yeah. Um, and so the force field, and so then. Uh, they run a uh, people on the mountain run a jeep into the thing, which gets yep. a little time. And then we have Roboman versus guy in robot suit while they're carrying the last missile, the last piece of Which,
0: again, like that made me chuckle because it's like the juxtaposition between like a fight scene and again, it's like rock music and he's fighting, and then it's like just a bunch of dudes just trying to carry a heavy thing. Yeah, I chuckled, you know.
1: It was corny.
0: And then, Yo, super corny, 100%. But I, I enjoy a nice little corn every once in a while, a kernel.
1: Okay. So then the stupid scientist does a Han Solo and shows up and hits the thing with the briefcase so that they can beat the uh, beat the bad guy. Yeah. Wah, wah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I just wasn't a fan of that character.
1: <sighs> yeah, I don't know. And then we have... <laughs> Then we have award time. Everyone gets awards, 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 awards. Don't care. And then, like I... I mean, you have to have that at the end of a dumb movie like this. I guess. And then he's like, "Go!" she's like, go ask my dad. To get, we can get married. And he's
0: like, the dialogue of that scene is the worst in the entire movie. When they like meet up and he's like, hey, how you doing? I love you. What's going on? I wish your dad was here. Oh, here he is. What? Why? Why is any of that? Di- Just have him like kiss, and and she can be like, "My dad's here. You need to talk to him." That's all you need. You need four seconds. Just set that up.
1: So he he goes over there and he's like, "I want to marry your daughter, sir. I saved the world." And he's like, "Nope." He's like, "I'm going to go eat lunch. I'm yeah. going to go get a chicken burrito." I'd forgot. great call Great callback, guys. I'd, I'd forgotten. It. I didn't get the joke. I was like, what's "Oh really?" What's <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. But that's because I watched the first half of the movie two days ago. So Oh, okay. You broke it up. That's smart. It's a good move. And that is the end. I'm assuming they get me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm if I'm Liam Neeson, I'm just sticking with no. The guy's still a screw up. And he's like, when he's giving him the award, he's like, I expect you to be a captain of your own ship soon. I was like, well, that ship's gonna sink. Because that guy is a terrible captain.
1: <laughs> oh. Yeah, so my my whole thing is this should have been more like a Hunt for Red October, it should have been a, a pithy band of guys that has to take charge of a ship and has to face overwhelming odds to go through a bunch of things and boom.
0: Yeah. And my thing is like, it should have just been like a more, more fun. Like I, I was pretty bored during this, most of this movie and it's not good. You didn't want more soccer scenes? I, listen, I love a good soccer, the soccer scene in She's All That, great stuff, guys. Builds character, shows some decent bods. I love a good soccer scene that doesn't belong in a movie. I think it's great. This one was terrible.
1: And friend of the show, Ken Kirby doing the, uh, no, Wait, what? Is that true? First of all, Ken Kirby,
0: not a friend of the show. <laughs> I don't think he watches the show, so I don't think he can be a friend of the show.
1: Not he's a, but, yeah, he's, It counts as friend of the show it's Someone we know, that counts as friend of the Okay, good <laughs> enough
0: then, he's a good guy I
1: didn't say he's a guy that watches or listens to our show I'm just saying he's a friend of the show We're the show and he's a friend of ours
0: The show is friends with him, he's not friends with the show
1: <laughs> Yeah, I was watching it the other day Like maybe six months ago and I was like, good god, there's Ken Kirby Oh man, I didn't even notice that yeah. That's great We know a star, star Superstar <laughs> So, yes, Tony wished the movie was actually entertaining. I wish the movie was a different movie.
0: <laughs> right, yeah, I mean, listen, your movie's better, but like if you're making this piece of shit, at least make it fun. That's I uh, I can forgive a lot of things if I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Tony's having a good time. Well, having a good time.
1: You know, whatever. I mean, did this movie make me angry? No.
0: Oh, it made me pretty angry.
1: It made me pretty
0: angry. I'm not gonna lie.
1: Uh, anyway. It's a very simple formula, Dan. It's worked for 30 years. Just follow it. Well, they did. See, the thing is, is they did follow the formula. And they just they tried. They tried to follow the formula.
0: They tried to follow. It was like a guy <laughs> that like has the equation in front of him, but doesn't understand what X and Y and Z stand for. And he's like, I think we just put this here. This might be this. And I'm pretty sure this is. And it just there were all wrong.
1: Well they, they forgot the whole thing is you have to have to actually bake something good into your primary character and you can't just make him come yeah. up with good solutions at the end of the movie. You have to like bake some stuff in there where it's like he is a good shot. He is a good yep. this, he is a good that and then when those pay off okay. we're like oh my God, I knew he was a good shot and now we're proving he's a good shot. Exactly, like, yeah, he's a little bit of a screw-up but
0: he's good at this thing and then he proves himself and vindicates himself. Great. That's uh, Will Smith, Independence Day, he's that smart-ass, cocky maverick guy, Top Gun, Same thing. it's it's all over the place. It's everywhere. All of the ones that work have that formula. Just do it. Randy Quaid, he's crazy as a bat and he will read the world. <laughs> Randy straight. Quaid, man, I cry every time. Um. Back tears. Love it. So good. This movie sucks. Not
1: a lot of crying in this movie about things. I
0: mean, I cried a little bit, but not for the right reasons. You know what I mean? There it is.
1: So, now we talk about something we've liked this week. I get to go first because I'm a winner. Um, <laughs> we started watching this show, The Stranger, on Netflix. It's a British show okay. uh, from 2020, and it's sort of about blackmail and it's sort of all these different storylines that sort of weave together. Um, it's pretty interesting. It, it's going in weird directions. We're on episode three okay. or four. And we're like, what the hell is going on?
0: Beautiful. I love it. What
1: do you got for us, Tony? <laughs> well, Dan, as
0: usual, I'm breaking the rules a little bit. And I'm actually going to do something that I haven't seen yet, but I intend to see. And it's like, uh, <laughs> Fast 9.
1: What Oh, Fast 9.
0: Fast 9 drop came out in theaters yesterday. Yeah. By the time this comes out, it'll have been out for a month. So if you haven't seen it, when this comes out, you better get off your ass and go see it. Support theaters again. We're open. Let's do this. Fast 9. I'm very excited. I'm, I'm going next weekend.
1: I was, I, are you going to the movie theater? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's
0: not streaming. It's
1: only in theaters. I, um, I read a thing. I don't know. I don't think I brought this up. Maybe I brought this up last time. A person was talking, some studio executive was talking to somebody, and they were saying that the Fast and the Furious movies have done more for diversity getting into major movie casts than anything else, protests, people complaining, that those movies are successful with the incredibly diverse casts that they have, have, has made an impact on Hollywood. And so say what you will about those movies. Those movies can be very much fun. A lot of really stupid things. I mean, I I will never forget them driving down the street with all these chains on this giant vault. On the vault, yeah, man. They're going around the corners, the vault's taking
0: out buildings, and everyone's like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Oh, I love these movies. They're so Uh.
1: incredibly stupid, and the things they do just physically could not happen in the world. (laughs) But, you know, God bless them for somebody sitting in a room coming up with these stupid things for these cars to do.
0: I... These are. I think this is my favorite franchise of all time. I really do. I love it so much. Except, I have a great time.
1: Except Tokyo Drift, right? Because that was like the non-franchise movie. I mean, listen, Tokyo
0: Justice for Han, baby. We're getting it. F9, let's go. There it is.
1: So now I get to pick a movie for us to watch for next week. Yeah, you do. I'm sticking with Tony's... Blockbuster's gone wrong! Yes, I love these. These are fun. It's funny when you start to think about it, because you keep on coming up with ones that you're like, oh yeah. yeah, Oh god. Yep. I have oh, another yeah. one too after this, which I don't even know what it was, but I think I wrote it down somewhere. This one. I hope so. Based on a beloved animation franchise. Okay. But we took it to the big screen, and we got one of the... F- well, maybe not flashiest, but a, a tried-and-true director that brings his movies home. Who?
0: Is this Is this Yogi Bear? Because that's where I, my head is. <laughs> Did somebody real direct Yogi? I don't know. I have no idea who directed Yogi Bear. Um,
1: actually, the Yogi Bear movie, not too terrible. Oh, really? I didn't see it. I never saw it. I don't know. It's what's-his-name from- um, what was the show where the guy worked in the bowling alley and he was a lawyer? He owned a bowling alley and he was a lawyer. It's that dude. That was a show? That was a show. It's kind of like a Northern Exposure. It's like this. Like the, I love Northern Exposure. The guy Great looks show. like the Northern Exposure guy. It's called like Dave or something. Or, okay. I have no idea. I can't think what that show is called. But that's the dude. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. Um, okay. Not terrible. Maybe I'll see it. Um, you probably
0: but that's not this movie
1: no m night Shyamalan, the director
0: oh god is this uh the last airbender who i was
1: watching a thing at dev patel who's in this was talking about being in it and he's all like after this i sort of stopped looking at major studio movies because of which is probably
0: the right call and i i love dev patel i think he's great, he's great. so he's very smart
1: and i mean that's, that's, you know, that shows you what a real actor he is, is he like took this point yeah. and, and then didn't, you know, didn't destroy. He's like, military. yeah, I don't need the
0: paycheck like that. Like, I'm going to do real work, <laughs> something I can be proud of. I have never seen this, Dan. I am uh, nervous. Have you watched the cartoon? Have you seen the cartoon? I've seen like bits and pieces. I've never sat down and like followed a story. I uh, but I know what it is and I've I've gotten the gist.
1: I started the cartoon about halfway through. I watched the whole thing. I love it dearly. Okay. I went back and watched the entire beginning and then I think I watched the whole thing again. Which, oh, wow. For me is a insanity. It is one of the great yeah. animated character piece pieces. The characters are incredible the storytelling is incredible the building is incredible it's that cartoon is one of the greatest things i haven't watched all of legend of korra legend of korra was great too not as good just because some of my favorite characters anybody has ever made in anything are in the last airbender Uh, wow so you would say it's you would like
0: it better than say a pokemon what about a Pokemon? Which is my favorite
1: animated series. Oh, huh. sure. Is there an animated? Oh, you like those shows? You watch those? Uh, yeah. Gotta catch them all. Pokemon. Those are not good shows. This is a good show. <gasps> Ash! Ash from Pallet Town. Oh, I love it. It's <laughs> what so those, good. What the weird twins, all those. those shows- I've watched some of those. They're very silly. No, this,
0: uh, yes, this yeah. thing has plot and it has characters. This is like a real. How does it? Okay. In a real question. How does it? Have you watched Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> No, okay. I got nothing left. I'm just gonna have to watch some of the the cartoon yeah, from the, the beginning and first, get an idea.
1: The Earthbender Toph, who's blind, she goes through all sorts of stuff and it's great. And um, Sokka, the one guy who doesn't have powers, they one of the most interesting things where you have a non-powered character, and they're sort of the comedic relief through most of the show, and then they become like the leader. Oh, it's I do like that. Just, just you, just you weren't, you know, you just are like. God damn it, he has built over all of these episodes leadership skills, and we really get to see a great character. So you're saying character development, something that this movie lacked a lot of. And the main bad guy in this thing who's hunting them the whole time to get his father's love eventually joins them and has this what has oh yeah no there's there's right. so many great things and he has you know he has to come to terms with that because his father is the king the king made bad guy and just we have characters that go through stuff
0: wow okay i not you've talked me into it I gotta watch this show
1: nobody in stupid Pokemon goes through anything Ash is exactly the same episode one as episode 500. Well I mean he's even the same age he doesn't age at all <laughs> <laughs> you know and and god bless him you know that's we we love that because that's what's great about shows is you can have a show that's all about character growth and development yeah. and going through a character oh, that's what he goes through a character arc you know that's just beautiful, beautiful. There's, yeah. there's a grandfather who has this beautiful relationship with with his uh, uh uncle uh, what's the, what's the opposite of uncle what who aunt who do you call your uncle? If you're you're if you called me my if you said I'm your uncle, what is your relate my relationship to you? Nephew. Nephew, his nephew. Okay. <laughs> so he's like his nephew, and just their relationship okay. is beyond beautiful. And just Wow. At one point he goes back to the the evil dad, and then the uncle shuns him, and you're just like, oh my god, this is heartbreaking.
0: Okay. Beautiful. Beautiful. I hope the movie's as good as as this uh, story you're telling.
1: This movie's going to be a pile of garbage, and it's going to be so sad, and it's going to make us sad, but that's what happens in the world.
0: That's true. That is the
1: world, ladies and gentlemen. So... This has been hate watching with Dan and Tony. I am super low energy, Dan, at this point.
0: I when you when you were talking about Airbender, you got up there, you were like, "I love this show," and that was it. Now we're back down. I used
1: it up, used it all. <laughs> <Nothing> <laughs> you had wrong. just like a you were on E, and now you're just done. I was an E ticket. Now I'm not even an A ticket. You even know what that means? You- I have no idea. What used to be, you'd go to Disneyland, okay, you'd go on every ride. You had to give them a ticket. Okay, yeah. yeah. Ride. And so you'd get when you get admission, you'd get a whole book of tickets. And so the best yeah, rides not were, anymore. the best rides were E tickets. And so you'd have to you'd have to use those very carefully. Cause you only get like so many? Yeah.
0: Weird. Now yeah, now I'm just like I get my pass and I get my uh what's the fat I get fast pass and I'm just going on every ride I can all day.
1: Yep. I don't give a shit. But back in the early days of Disneyland, that's how they rent. They regulated, so it wasn't wow. four and a half hours on the Matterhorn. Yeah,
0: because
1: nobody had money back then, so nobody, you know, no, there was no kid on the planet. Well, I'm sure there were some, but I'm sure we ever met that had you know stacky tickets. Also, what an interesting way to
0: like teach a kid about like making choices and like weighing your options. It's interesting, and we're now we're just like do everything, have fun. You get the it world.
1: all because you're perfect. Well, yeah. Truth is, you're a fucking asshole. So go fuck yourself. Don't... And that's our show. So well, thanks for showing up. That's a little bit of insulting asshole Dan at Medium Energy. We'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Uh...